We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's February 12th, it is 2024. We have nine NBA games to talk about here on today's podcast, joined as always on Monday by my good buddy, Mr. Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, the big game is over. NFL season is over. Congratulations to Chiefs fans, and it's time for NASCAR season to start. That's all that means. Um... You know, now that the big game's over, we have NASCAR season, Daytona 500 week. I'm pumped. Um, this is the busiest week of the year for me, but I'm still very excited. And uh, we get the knockoff Monday right off the bat with a nine game NBA slate. How's it going, my friend? It is going well. And I'm going to ask everyone to please be patient with me today. I am a little hoarse after uh, the big game, but not because of the big game. I coach girls basketball on Saturdays for our B team here for our local high school. And, uh, man, we won the game, Stevie, but I really had to coach my butt off on Saturday. So my voice is uh, not where it usually is, but just hang in there with me. And uh, we're going to make it through this podcast. Uh, and hopefully it's really, really good, despite my lack of enthusiasm vocally. Oh, we're going to – don't you worry. We're going to crush this thing. You know, the Chiefs win. Chiefs on the podcast, as Derek said in chat on YouTube. What's up, YouTube? Thank you guys for hanging out with us. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button over there on the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. Help us out. We do this show for free five days a week. Even after hanging out watching football all day, we come on here at 11 o'clock at night and give you guys a first look for NBA what did uh, any um, any big game plans? Did you do anything? Um, it was it's different for us. We're so we're so used to being in Nashville or Vegas with you know the RG peeps. It was very different here. Yeah, same for me, man. I mean, 
Nashville is kind of a a staple for for what we do, um, and it's usually fun, Stevie, because we get to hang out the day before, you know, we, you know, and and, hang, and so that was kind of something I did miss, honestly, because you know I did I do look forward to hanging out with you, in which in our case, me and you usually get together outside of the RG party, you know, once or twice a year too. So for us, it's a little bit different, but we don't get to see Noto as much. That's our other you know, friend that we hang out with and because, you know, he's on the other side of the country. Um, I, you know, I didn't get to see Luch in person this year. So I guess that was, that was different. But um, so I was here at, at my house. My son had a Super Bowl party of his own, had about 10 of his friends over watching the game and playing Madden and doing all those things. So that was a little different because I do look forward to that, but we've got a new normal uh, for this year and uh, you know, we'll see how it goes next year. I mean, I I smoked some chicken wings on the smoker, um, and everyone knows <laughs> get that smoker going. It's good stuff. So I did I did do some of the wings in like a Nashville hot, um, just to like you know I got to keep the the Nashville you know going a little bit. And I also wanted to point out before we get breaking in breaking down this NBA slate, there was a solo solo. Million dollar winner, four hundred and fifty thousand entries, and the person that won the million maker on DK for the big game was a solo winner. Patrick Mahomes, Captain McCaffrey, Kelsey Buckner, Jennings, McCole Hardman, wild, wild, absolutely wild. Four hundred and fifty thousand entries, and we get a solo million maker so to that take it down. And I'm sure, which he called, oh, yeah. A big pass at the end of the game, a beginning of the game as well. Yep. But that touchdown, I'm sure, sealed the deal. Incredible. I mean, congrats to to that that person, man. Congrats, congrats, congrats. Yeah, and the 444 or 4,444 um, millimaker was a solo winner as well. So a much different team in that contest, much lower score. Um, yeah, I saw the train behind him was um, C-Mac, Christian McCaffrey. So um hey i bet the chiefs i'm happy i talked about it on the show when we were, we talked football the other day and um i bet the chiefs when they were down 10 nothing plus five and a half so double down mvs got his receiving prop mahomes got his rushing prop good sunday it was a good sunday next sunday is going to be even better when we got the daytona 500 let's talk basketball i know everyone wants to talk some basketball we've chatted chit chatted here enough about the game and fantastic game overall um congratulations to all the chiefs fans that was it was so fun to watch Congratulations to the 49ers fan, too. I think Brock Purdy is going to be a name that we talk about for a while. This guy, he is not a game manager by any means. Uh, we got Indiana at Charlotte, 238 and a half total here. I know, I know Kyle got that over three and a half receiving yards in like the first play of the game. So um, that was that, I mean, hit that too. So. Uh, two thirty-eight and a half total here. Pacers eleven and a half. Halliburton questionable. Jalen Smith out. Ball and Williams out for Charlotte. Talk about a game that we want to target. Well, this game is going to have a good pace with very little defense. If we can get a close game here, this game should be a smash game. Uh, let's talk Pacers first. What do we like here for Pacers? Uh, I think we like everything, Steve. As long as we feel like the game will be close, we do know that Charlotte you know, has, <clears throat> let's call it what's going to be their version of a full complement of players now uh, that Grant Williams and Seth Curry and a few other guys are there to, to help bolster this roster. Uh, but in terms of Indiana, which is, you know, what we're talking about, I just mentioned Charlotte because I know that they're, they're not technically short-handed anymore. So I want to make that clear. Um, <clears throat> in terms of Indiana, they should really be able to get off here. Uh, you know, we've been targeting bigs against Charlotte all season. I'm not thrilled about Miles Turner, but I think he needs to be in play today at 6,100. Uh, and I don't have to sell you on Siakam, Steve. It's 7,900 against Charlotte. I know we haven't seen consistent ceiling from him this year, but this is the spot where it can absolutely show up. So I like him a ton. We've seen Aaron Neesmith, in my opinion, kind of take over the, the bulk of the wing minutes. But now that everyone's back, I think his, um, his upside is a lot more limited. If I had to kind of rank these guys, and not to not to exclude Halliburton, uh, but he, he's just 
he's questionable. I think he plays Stevie for what it's worth and get, tries to get his, his minutes in so that he can uh, continue to push towards that $41 million that he would be owed. Um, but I still think Siakam is at the top of the food chain for me with Indiana today, followed by Miles Turner because of the matchup with Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, a fantastic spot for Turner and Siakam just in general when you're looking at the matchup. Um, I, I think I prefer Siakam over Turner. Turner's minutes kind of all over the place. He's one of the first guys out in a in a blowout, so definitely worried about that here against Charlotte. But like the spot overall um, here for them. With Jalen Smith out, I think we could take some shots on Isaiah Jackson at 3.5K. I think he ends up in like the 15 to 20 minute range. And against Charlotte, that should be phenomenal. Um, could potentially play a little bit more. I think he'd get garbage time run if it does get ugly. So uh, fouled out the other night against Knicks. Only played 17 minutes. Put up 24 fantasy points in 17 minutes. That's not bad at 3,500. So with Jalen out, I think we could potentially take some shots on him. Um I mean, yeah, Doug McDermott played, what, seven minutes in his first game. I don't think that's something to kind of pay attention to yet. But, yeah, I think this is a Siakam spot. I think Halliburton plays, but I want Halliburton in games I feel like are going to be really close. Um, and then on the Charlotte side, I, I mean, just a, a like a really new-look Charlotte team just in general. Um, your, your Charlotte Hornets – Give us your thoughts here on the the kind of new look Charlotte team that I mean they just they beat Memphis what what was it Saturday they beat Memphis so what are your thoughts when initially looking at Charlotte here? Well, I didn't get a chance to watch that game, Stevie. So I know I can follow their rotation on game flow. So I, I'm going to have to do that, but. I'm going to try to put my eyes in this. I just want to see how they're playing um, with this, this new rotation, but it looks to me like a lot of people got, got minutes in, in, in that game. And so <clears throat> um, I, I still believe in Brandon Miller. I, I think, I think he's the, the guy they're trying to get rolling here. We've seen miles bridges, Stevie continue to just play. Like he played big minutes in that Memphis game put up 46 fantasy points. Um, you know, I still think it's upside. Is it going to be somewhat capped? The more players we have, we saw Nick Richards only played 25 minutes. Um, but in this matchup with Indiana, you know, he gets somewhere near the 28-minute mark. Uh, I, I think it could be a good proposition uh, to get him in your lineup. At 1,500, I've been playing him. The kicker was Grant Williams playing 30 minutes to me. Um and we saw him have much better production than what we saw in Dallas, which makes sense when you've got two really high usage guys. You would expect this production to be down. I do think Grant Williams is someone to keep our eyes on. He played 32 minutes. What I was interested in is he took 11 shots. So, see, that's the thing. Like, when I'm trying to look for upside, new team, 15 points, eight rebounds. Now, you know, how many times did he do that in Dallas? Stevie, hardly ever, right? Like, it, it wasn't a frequency. So is that going to be something that he does in Charlotte? Take 10 to 12 shots. If so, uh, then I think he's going to be in play. And I, I will take some shots on him in this particular game because of the spot uh, against Indiana. And then we saw Trey Mann play 27 minutes. If uh, if for some reason, um, you know, they're kind of splitting with him and Cody Martin. We'll see how that goes. Cody played 28 minutes. Um I, I still think man is in play if he's going to play 27 minutes with this team in this spot. Mitchich um, got like 26 minutes too. Um, yeah. That's definitely something to kind of pay attention to and see like if it continues. I mean, he's 3,900, so you could potentially take shots on him. He came off the bench and had a huge second quarter and ended up finishing the second quarter and ended up finishing the fourth quarter too. Uh, for what it's worth, he closed the game over Trey Mann and Seth Curry. Seth Curry was kind of the odd man out in minutes. I don't know if that continues or not, but if Trey Mann starts, I have a ton of interest in him. Like the Grant Williams call, he definitely ate into Nick Williams or Nick Richards um, minutes and production a little bit. So kind of pay attention to that one. So 
definitely going to be paying attention to Charlotte. It's a fantastic spot here. But Mitchich and I think Mann are probably my two favorites here. But I definitely have interest in Williams at 4,300. Uh, I think Bertans kind of the odd man out the other night. If we see Bertans start to climb up into that like 20, 25 minute range, like we're going to instantly jump on that. Um, just didn't play enough the other night for me to have a ton of interest in him. And I mean, it could easily be a situation where if Grant Williams is struggling, maybe Bertans gets a little bit more run. Um, but he, he did not check in till late in the second quarter of that game and ended up finishing like the last seven minutes, but then in the fourth quarter only played four minutes. So Maybe they're going to ease Bertans into the rotation a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, the other thing I think we should note is, like, Cody Martin's minutes and production was down a little bit with man on the floor. So just watch that. Philadelphia at Cleveland, 229 total. Cleveland, 10-point favorite. Mo Bamba, questionable. Batum, Covington, Embiid, and Melton out. Thompson out for Cleveland. Let's go Philadelphia here first. Uh, any interest here in Philly? I do have slight interest, Stephen. The main thing is, <clears throat> obviously, I'll talk about it. as long as MB is out, these guys just have so much opportunity. And I know Cleveland has been playing <clears throat> fantastic basketball, Stevie. Like they've really, they, they've been really good uh, in terms of Donovan Mitchell leading the charge, showing some upside, etc. But with all these guys missing. We saw Buddy Hill, Stevie. He's played 40 minutes and 36 minutes since coming over. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't I, I can't pass up on a guy that's gonna have that much involvement in the offense. Like, and he's shooting 21 shots against Atlanta, 16 against Washington, also picking up assists and rebounds. I mean, this looks like Buddy Hill from University of Oklahoma. I'm not sure if anybody realized how good he was in college. He was a star. And that's what this looks like to me. So, Stevie, if he's gonna be taking that many shots, and they probably need him to take that many shots. As long as it beats going to be out those couple of weeks, I he he's in play for me. I just I can't ignore like his activity right now, even in these past two games. I think he's a really good tournament play. My question was, where the heck did the twenty nine minutes from Ricky Council come the other night? Um, <laughs> I I was looking through when I was doing my research, and I was like, everyone played. Like Ubre was Ubre played, Tobias played, Maxi played. So where did those minutes come from? Um, I, I was I was struggling to figure that out. Um, camp, campaign played 36 minutes in the Atlanta game and then only 21 minutes in the Washington game. So I don't know if like council got hot and like ended up eating into campaigns minutes a little bit. But I mean, the thing that we should note is we saw an eight man rotation over the weekend here for philadelphia so definitely something to pay attention to just in general i don't hate buddy healed this is a tough matchup for him um like you said he has been shooting a lot if he's going to be chalky this might be a spot i jump off of buddy healed and maybe pick him up next time you know let him break some people's hearts a little bit like he does um don't like maxi at 9300 don't even love tobias at 78 so i think it's like campaign Taking some shots on campaign here at 4,300, but I don't even necessarily love that. I think this is a tough defensive spot, and I can put Philly on the shelf for a day. Love the rotation, though. If we're going to get eight-man rotations out of Philadelphia here until Embiid gets back, it's it's definitely something to, to take advantage of. Um, you just don't see eight-man rotations in the NBA very often. So, uh, Cleveland side of this one i mean really good spot for jared allen and uh mobley it's just now that like mobley's minutes are kind of creeping back up there allen's minutes are creeping down their upside has been kind of limiting each other i mean mitchell could have a big game here but overall i just i don't necessarily have a ton of interest in the the cleveland side of this game either and i have something in my eye and it's driving me crazy if anybody's watching on youtube that is why my i'm itching my eye a lot i'm sorry Understood. Uh, so Cleveland, Stevie, like as we've seen since Mobley's come back, Jared Allen price, you know, it's starting to come down anyway, but you know, 7,200 as, as Mobley continues to 
show some production, Stevie. Mobley's still not even at 30 minutes, Stevie, but the production is is has been showing. All I mean, it's been incredible, Steve, what he's been able to do in 25 to 28 minutes. So <clears throat> at 6,800, it's interesting, um, you know, in, in terms of how, how we may want to attack Philly. I think we can rotate these two big men. Um, I just I like I like the spot for them. In terms of Donovan Mitchell, Stevie, the price is up there, and I mean, gosh, it's it's probably warranted. Even with Garland back, we've seen him have some nice performances. So I don't hate him, um, and, and that's that's mostly who I want to play. I think we stick with the big guns from this team, and uh, and let everybody else kind of sit on the shelf. Uh, you know, Garland, his minutes are coming up, Stevie. It might be a time to start taking some shots at 6,400. Like, if he happens to squeeze out 32-ish minutes, could absolutely hit 40 fantasy points. So, uh, I think Garland goes in the pool as well. All right, San Antonio at Toronto, 233.5. Toronto's a seven-point favorite. Bassey's out. I mean, we got two pretty full-strength full teams here. Let's go San Antonio first. What do we like here for the Spurs um, going up against the Toronto team that's been struggling a little bit defensively here lately? Stevie, they keep giving us Wimby at 8,900 every day. And I know the past two days starts, excuse me, let's go starts. I said days. You know, we haven't seen the 40 to 50, but I don't care, man. Like at 8,900, you know, if he's going to get close to 30 minutes here, I am in. On that price, Stevie, we're seeing Keldon Johnson come off the bench in this spot uh, against Toronto. You know, we've been talking about this defense and how they haven't been as good since the trade. And it's very true, Stevie. I'm interested in Keldon Johnson off the bench tonight. I think he's a sneaky, sneaky tournament play here. Uh, and then last but not least, we've got Trey Jones at 5,700. Um, I don't mind him today either. San Antonio is going to get out and run a little bit. And so this is this is a really neat spot for them um, to show some upside. Yeah, I mean, okay, Wimby always top of my list. I know that he struggled against Brooklyn the other night. That's that's fine. He struggled against Orlando. That's expected on the second end of a back to back with his minutes. Kind of, it is good. Honestly, just good to see him play a back to back. So I have a ton of interest in Wimby. Keldon is at that price where he's super interesting now. Um, like I, I completely understand why you would take shots on him. Outside of that, I just I struggle. Um, sure, Vassell is someone you could take shots on. I get it, but it's Wimby, and now like Keldon's at that price where I think we could roll the dice a little bit. And then on the Toronto side, just a phenomenal spot. Just a phenomenal spot going up against San Antonio should be a somewhat competitive game. We saw Toronto just absolutely get crushed by Cleveland on Saturday. But, I mean, it was good to see, like, Kelly Olenek play, like, 20 minutes. We were kind of interested to see how that was going to work. But I, I think, overall, Barnes potentially. But I think this is a spot we want to play some quickly. We want to play some Barrett. And I don't hate, in large field tournaments, maybe taking some shots on Kelly O. I think he's going to eating the Jakob Podol's minutes a little bit here down the stretch. Yeah, I love the Kelly O call. And Stevie, if he's going to get 20, 20 to 25 minutes, I'm kind of in at this price. He's going to shoot. Guy. That's what he's yeah. going to do. Yeah, and he's a guy that's always, you know, done pretty well when given the minutes, and his price never really comes up. So uh, I, I like the price of him, and I'm with you. Archie's actually been my favorite tournament target from this team most nights. Since the trade, Stevie, you know him, him and uh, and quickly, but but RJ, I, I've I've been into a, a whole lot more. It's just his overall production in terms of peripherals and scoring has been there. So seven K, Stevie, this is a spot he can score forty fantasy points for sure. So I, I really like that call and, and, and love this spot for this team. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Moving on, we got Chicago at Atlanta. 237 total here. Atlanta, three and a half point favorite. Caruso questionable, Levine and Williams out, and then Capella, Matthews out, Mills doubtful for Atlanta. Let's go Chicago first. Kobe White might be my favorite play on the slate today. Um, I think this is just one of those spots that I might just play all the Kobe White I can. He's had a couple tough matchups here. I think this is a spot Kobe White could go bonkers. Um, interested in AU as well on the cheaper yeah. end. But I think this is a pay-up for Kobe White's spot. Yeah, give me Kobe White. Give me Ayo. Give me Vucevic at $7,900. Stevie, really like that price, and let's ride from there. I'm okay with DeRozan. Like, he's $7,600, but, you know, and he showed some upside. I I think I'm okay with all these main pieces in that 7K range along with Ayo. Give me that group, Stevie, and attacking Atlanta. And I think we can play two of them together in this particular spot. You know, a lot of times I don't really want to play, you know, uh, two together. I just want to play one. In this spot, Steve, I'm perfectly comfortable playing a mix and match of the four guys two in two two player pairs. Yeah, I think this is a spot we, we want to be heavy on Chicago. I could see Vooch having a big game. Just I think overall it's just all around a good game. We saw – Vooch on Saturday have a big game against my Magic. Um, I feel like he gets pumped up to play in Orlando. Um, oh, of course. Come crowd on, was man. cheering for him. I mean, we we all love Vooch, man. Yeah. I, I have a Vooch jersey hanging up in my closet somewhere. Yeah. So, Atlanta side of this one. I mean, Chicago is kind of like a middle-of-the-road defensive matchup. DeJounte is 7,700 coming off of a monster game against Houston. Didn't get traded in, like – Hey, Atlanta, I got your back kind of thing for DeJounte the other day. Uh, Kongu up to 6,600. I think it might be time to put a Kongu on the shelf. If you want a Kongu exposure, maybe you bet like his point or rebound prop, depending on where it comes in at. Um, what do you like here for Atlanta? Yeah, man, I'm so glad you said it about Kongu because I was definitely going to be hopping off the train. Hopefully he doesn't come back and, and make us look like idiots, Stevie. I'm going right back to Jalen Johnson, though. We keep talking about it, Steve. At 7400 you just don't price him up. And so uh, if they're not going to price him up, I'm going to continue to play him at the mid-7K price. Uh, you talked about DeJounte at 7700 I feel like he's always in play at that price. And you've got, of course, you got Trey Young at 9600 uh, who should be leading the charge. Probably less interested in trade than I am Jalen Johnson and DeJounte today, but I'm not going to fuss, you know, get get frustrated with anyone that wants to play Trey Young. He's got tremendous upside. Yeah, just an overall good spot. Yep, like a good game. This should be a competitive game. It has a big total. Um, good good game to target for me. I have this game high up on my list. New Orleans at Memphis, two twenty two total here. New Orleans, a nine point favorite. Zion and Zeller questionable for New Orleans. Bain, Clark, Morant, Smart, Williams out. Rose doubtful for Memphis. Uh, let's go New Orleans first. What do we like here for the Pelicans? Yeah, man. I, so I've been sneakily. Uh, I, I don't want to call it sneakily, Stevie. Let's let's say sneakily. But I've really been enjoying playing Brandon Ingram a little bit recently. Um, you know, even at the, the elevated price level. And he, he's paid it off, you know, I think in two of the last four games. So I think that's fine. And, and Zion, of course, he's still questionable. If he's out, then I'm still going to want to um, get some shares in. Um, if he, you know, Larry Nance is still there, 3,800 Stevie. And uh, if Zion's out, if he gets 20 minutes, I'm okay with I'm okay with that price. Uh, because they still, Stevie, they're not going to play JV like 35 minutes. So 
when there's not a commitment to play him. JB's kind of the odd man out. Give me Larry Nance. <clears throat> Give me Brandon Ingram. Trey Murphy, I think, had a nice night the other night as well. Um, but I'm not as into Trey as long as everybody's back. But McCullum, Ingram, and Nance, I'm more than willing to play if Zion is out. If Zion's in, I'm probably fading mostly everyone from this team, maybe outside of Larry Nance. Yeah, I mean, I don't – I if, if Zion plays, I don't necessarily hate, like, taking some shots on him. He's been playing really good lately. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I, I miss folks here. I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned it. If Zion's in, I'm more interested in Zion than anybody else. Yeah, if Zion sits, I have a ton of interest in B.I. here. I think Ingram is someone that could have a big game. He's averaging – 48 fantasy points and three outings against Memphis this season. So I think Brandon Ingram is a, a target in this game. Memphis side for me, I mean, it's triple J. I think he's your ceiling play here. He's the guy that you want to take shots on. Uh, it's great to see Vince Williams play 36 minutes in back-to-back games here. Big minutes now in three straight. So his price is kind of up there, but I think there's still a little meat left on the bone for Vince Williams. Outside of that, it's kind of ugly. Gigi Jackson's minutes are all over the place. They're playing uh, Jacob Gillard now in the starting lineup and only playing like 20 minutes a night. So I think for me, it's Triple J, maybe a little bit of exposure to Vince Williams. But honestly, Memphis is not a team I think you have to play a lot of on any given slate. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I not that everybody's I don't want to say everybody's healthy, but they've got kind of all these weird pieces back, Stevie. I'm with you. Uh, I don't hate Triple J. It's just a price tag for me, eighty three hundred, and what I feel like is a tough matchup. I'm just not thrilled about it. Like I, I'm probably more likely to play Santi Alderman and Triple J today, even though man, he's got all the upside in the world. I just I feel like the Pelicans is a slightly tough matchup here. And so I'm, I'm kind of just out on Memphis in general. All right, we got Denver at Milwaukee. 232.5 total here. Denver, one-and-a-half point favorite. KCP questionable. Middleton out. Let's go Denver first. What do we like here for the Nuggets? Listen, I, I like Denver today, Steve. I like Jokic at 11-5. I like Murray at 8-2. Um, I do know, I feel like Doc Rivers is going to try to help this team get better defensively, but Rome wasn't built in a day, Stevie. So I, I like this spot for them. Uh, if for some reason Michael Porter Jr. sits, Stevie, then we're going to get probably, you know, a few more shot attempts for a guy like Aaron Gordon, maybe a few more opportunities for him. Uh, we, we may even see, you know, maybe we see a little, little extra for Christian Braun. Maybe we see a little extra for Holiday. Like that, those are the things I'm going to be looking at. So, but I really like Denver against Milwaukee. I think it's a fantastic spot for them. Start with the big guns and then work it down. But I do think there will be some value if, um, excuse me, if Michael Porter Jr. is out. He's probable, so I assume he plays. Um, I, I think Jokic is oh, someone. I have questionable. Sorry. No, Go he's ahead. on the injury report. He was probable. So, um, yeah. hey. Questionable would make a huge difference because, I mean, if he, like you said, if he sat, it bumps a lot of people up. But on the official injury report, he was probable. So um, I assume he plays here without any issues, but um, you never know. I'm checking again to make sure I didn't write it down wrong. Yeah, he's probable here. So we should, he should be good to go. KCP is the only question mark here for Denver. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, ton of interest in Jokic. I listen. If you listen to the podcast all the time, you already know that I love Jamal Murray today. Point guards against Milwaukee is a thing. It's a triple double spot for Jokic. We have we've already talked about a lot of value just in general on this slate. So getting exposure to Jokic, potentially and Jamal, potentially Jokic and Giannis, like it is a possibility today. And this is just one of those spots. I think you want to get as much exposure to these big guns as possible today. And then on the Milwaukee side, I could see Giannis smashing in this game. I know he's been struggling a little bit here recently, um, but it's more of the games just haven't been close. They smashed Charlotte. They got smashed by Minnesota. Um, so he really hasn't had to play. But like, look at the minutes since Doc Rivers has come over in close games. 
This game's going to be close. Giannis is going to play close to 40 minutes. Tell me you don't want to have exposure to Giannis in like a potential 40 minute spot. So I think taking shots on Dame or Giannis is great. Beasley or Connington with Middleton out, I think are value plays in this game. So definitely a game that I have circled as a, a game to target here. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. Love Giannis today. Like both stars in this game, but love Giannis uh, as well. Uh, we've got Lillard at 8,700, and, I mean, his minutes have been there too, Stevie. I, I think he's going to be relied upon heavily uh, as long as, you know, Middleton c- continues to fit. So I, I like I like this tandem, let's call it that. And the other thing I like too is, like, when Middleton has been out, it looks like Beasley's been getting missed. Like, I, I like Beasley against Charlotte. I, he, I know he lit it up, Stevie, but I think that he may be relied upon uh, for some scoring in this spot again. So give him Elite Beasley at 4,700 on a spot with no Middleton. And uh, Yappy in chat says, can you play Murray and Joker, Jokic together? I think in this game you can. Um, I think that the Milwaukee defense, like you said, it's not going to just get better overall right out of the right out of the gate with doc like this is a after all-star break if i mean like dame doesn't play really good defense like you know they're gonna get a little better defensively but i mean like these teams played towards the end of january Jokic had 76 fantasy points and murray had seven or 48 you combine those two together i mean they both have plenty of upside together so i do think this is one of those spots that you could potentially play them together I'll be honest, I'll be waiting to see what we get um, Jamal Murray's point prop at. It's not up yet, and I think that's one that you could definitely take advantage of um, if it's too low. Yeah. All right, we got Knicks at Rockets, 221 total here. Knicks, four-and-a-half-point favorite. OG, Randall, Mitrob out. Hartenstein, questionable. Adams, Eason, Van Vliet, Whitmore out. Sangoon, questionable for Houston. So a lot of question marks here on both sides, really. Um, Hartenstein and Sangoon, both questionables. Definitely news we're going to be watching for. Let's go Knicks here first. You know, we've been talking a lot about just how much Precious is playing, how much DiVincenzo is shooting. Their prices have caught up. And, like, this is a tough matchup against Houston. Is this this time where we, like, jump off? Bojan played 33 minutes in his debut with um, – the Knicks the other day. I, I think like I might be out on the Knicks now, Will. Like I, I think that they're all finally at the price point where I'm just I'm out. Yeah, I think that's the right call, Stevie, because not only that, Bojan being there is gonna affect them anyway, because he's a mm-hmm. guy that can score, create his own shot. Uh the only person that might be safe is Brunson, just because I mean he's kind of it's essentially his team right now with no Randall. Um, so I, I'm perfectly fine. See, I'm, I'm even fine fading Brunson at 9,500 for what it's worth. So I'm with you. I'm out on the Knicks. Um, I don't think I need any Knicks to take down a tournament today unless someone else randomly sits that we're not expecting. Yeah. I mean, like hearts minutes have been nice. Uh, I mean, the thing that's interesting here is like it does if Hartenstein sits, does like Taj Gibson play like 25 minutes and like split minutes with like Jericho Sims? But they could easily just roll Precious out there for 40 plus minutes again. So I just I think overall I'm out on the Knicks. I think the pricing on the Knicks is right. If anything, maybe you take some shots on like Brunson's point prop. Um just because it's typically two or three points lower than it should be. Uh, on the Houston side of this game, I mean, the Sangoon news is, is is massive. Whitmore being out definitely affects how this game could potentially play out. But we gotta, we're going to be waiting all day for this Sangoon news because it, it is such a huge piece of news on this slate. For sure, Stevie. And, you know, I know last week, I think before we close this thing out, um, you know, we were talking about Jalen Green and, you know, while the Toronto spot wasn't great, Stevie, he lit up. And I do mean lit up the Hawks on Saturday. Uh, 26, 14, and 10, Stevie. 
stupid performance by him. 63 Oh, I was I was so tilted because I took his point prop against Toronto. Like yeah, of and course. I was busy Saturday and wasn't able to like jump. I would have easily jumped straight back on against Atlanta too, and I just yeah. was busy. Yeah, absolutely. So uh at 7900 though, like to me, that's that's the price kind of catching up for him, Stevie. So while I don't think he's a bad play, I don't feel like he's a must play. I think it's something interesting to know. We didn't know how they were going how they were going to treat Jeff Green. And Jeff Green played 27 minutes against Toronto, 31 against Atlanta. It seems to me if Sengun is out, they're committing to playing him the minutes. So uh, I think that's something to know. And uh, he's always been a fairly productive player when given an opportunity. So he goes on the list. Jabari Smith is another one, Stevie, that we've played. I think Jabari Smith will be in play here uh yet again. And uh, and and uh, Dylan Brooks, I, I think Dylan Brooks is still in play, even though he didn't have the greatest outing against Atlanta. Minutes will be there. More shot attempts. No Whitmore. No Eason. No J. Uh, no Fred Van Vliet. The opportunities are, are plentiful here, as they're a little shorthanded. So I, I like this spot for Houston, even even against the Knicks coming to town. Them being at home, I think I think the production should be there. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, Jalen Green. If Sangoon doesn't end up playing, if he's out as well, I think you can play Sh- Jeff Green. Um, at, at 4,300, we're gonna we saw already that like Aaron Holiday is getting a ton of usage off the bench. That might be a tournament, large field tournament play as well. Um, I hate playing Dylan Brooks. I mean, I, I love the fact when Dylan Brooks is chalky because I hate playing him, but you know, if you want to play him, I'm not going to talk you off of it. I'm just not a huge Dylan Brooks fan. It, it's like, I, and anyone that's listened for a long time knows that I just hate people that stand in the corner and wait for the ball to come to them and shoot. I mean, that's, I just hate that like production aspect of DFS and, and sports betting. I just, I want guys that are actively handling the ball and I want guys that are actively aggressive on offense and Dylan Brooks isn't, I mean, he sits in a corner and waits for a pass and shoots. I mean, they could ignore him the whole game and he could score zero points and it wouldn't shock me. So it's not my favorite play. We got Washington at Dallas, though. This game has a 245 and a half total. Uh, Livers out for Washington. Exum and Lively out for Dallas. Dallas a 14 and a half. I think I said that, but if I didn't. Uh, let's go Washington here first. I mean, gosh, do we... Do we think now... Like Bagley came back and played 15 minutes against Philadelphia. Boy, that burned us. Burn our buns. Yeah. Do we think that that game just went small? Because, I mean, is that why Ricky Council played 30 minutes in that game? Like Paul Reed only played 20 minutes in that game. So we do we think that that game just went small? And I'm not saying that this Dallas game doesn't have that same potential to go small <laughs> as well. It's just that was the only thing when I was looking at like the Rick, Ricky Council minutes from earlier. It is like, did that game just go small? And is that why Marvin Bagley only played because he wasn't in foul trouble? He checked out early in the third quarter. It was just an interesting situation. He was just having a bad game overall. But do we think like this is a spot we go back to it or? Do we go to like Kisprit or Colby and say this game's going to go small too, and we should try to take advantage of it that way? Um, I don't know. Denny had a huge game the other night. He's only oh, fifty nine hundred. Like that's two back to back big games. Yeah. yeah, since they got rid of Gafford, um, so his rebounding has been up big time since Gafford yeah. got traded. So I made a note of that as well to check his rebounding prop. Uh, what do you like here for Washington? Yeah, I think, look, man, do we take a shot on Denny? And that's where I am. Like, I've taken Denny unders, Stevie, the past couple of slates. It has not gone well. But Gafford vacating the premises has changed the dynamics of this team. It, it just has, right? Like, it, the proof is in the pudding. Now, that doesn't mean that it may not revert back to something similar that they were doing when they were playing Gafford 28 minutes. And, of course, Gafford's in Dallas now. But I I, I think we play Denny. Uh, I, I think we, you know, play some of these other guys around him. Stevie, like at 5,900, with what he's been doing, 
it, it's been incredible. And the thing is, Stevie, it's not just the rebounding. Past couple of games, he scored over 20 points. Three of the last four, he scored over 20. So I I like I like Denny here. I think I'm, I, we're going to have to kind of change our view on him quickly. Uh, and, and, Stevie, here's the thing. It's not like they played Indiana and Atlanta. They played Boston and Philly past two. Mm-hmm. Like, they played tough teams, and the production's been there. So Dallas isn't as tough defensively as those two teams. At 5,900, I think we go ahead and commit to Denny on this on this particular slate. Um I may even look at some of his overs in the prop world, Steve, and see if there's still a little difference. Oh, he's, he's priced right. I just looked. <laughs> gotcha. He's at, he's at seven and a half rebounds and at 13 and a half points. Okay. Points might be the option. That, points, that yeah. Like, he's hit that in four of his last five. Um, yeah. That, that the be. minutes. The minutes are huge. The minutes are yeah. a huge part of that. Yeah. So, I, I like him. I think if you're playing Bagley, you do it in, in large field only until we see what they're going to do because, you, you know, you don't want to play them again and, like, you know, your $100 single entry or something, a $50, $25, and then you're dead before the slate even gets started because Washington wants to be wonky. Denny seems to be someone they're committed to playing right now. Uh, I like him a ton. I don't hate Kuzma in this spot at 7,500, Stevie. Like, his minutes are very stable. I think Kuzma and Denny are my favorites. And then uh, we can, we can go from there. Um, I did I did bet Denny's points there for what it's worth. I think thirteen and a half is a good number to get over on. So I ended up betting that. I think the rebounds is pretty close at seven and a half. His rebounding rate, I just looked it it doesn't go up at all. With um, it goes up like point one percent, but nothing enough. Um, yeah, I mean for me, and they made a good point in YouTube chat that. Dallas might not go small with Gafford there now. So maybe Bagley is a guy we jump back on and like Bagley against Gafford. Hey, this is why they traded you because I'm the man. Um, so maybe Bagley has a big game going to the Dallas side of things. I mean, uh, <laughs> Dallas kind of bought on the trade deadline. They said, Hey, you know, we got Luca and Kyrie. We're going to, we're going to kind of go for it here. You know, we got PJ Washington. We got Gafford. What are we doing here with this new look Dallas Mavs team? Let me say this. I'm going to start with Gafford because we were kind of talking about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gafford went for 32 fantasy points in 17 minutes. Extreme blowout in this one, Stevie. Extreme. And he came off the bench. I think yeah. they eventually, if it doesn't happen this game, it happens very soon where like Kleber is coming off the bench and Gafford's starting. Especially. With Lively not playing. Lively's playing, maybe we see something different. I think Gafford's their guy right now. Uh, <clears throat> Steve, another guy from Dallas that's been very interesting here is Josh Green. But I have to assume, Stevie, P.J. Washington is going to somehow start making some impact. He played 24 minutes, 14-5-1, and one, 23 fantasy points. I think there's going to be some opportunity there for a guy like him in in these in certain games uh it might not be this game it could be we'll see uh but i'm i'm okay with luke i'm okay with Kyrie in this spot because of the matchup with washington but i won't play them together pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely but when it comes to a great shave you don't have to shell out tons of cash Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. 
Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Yeah, I mean, um, I think overall for Dallas for me, if you think this game's going to stay remotely close, take shots on Luka or Kyrie. But outside of that, I mean, Luka, he had like 30 fantasy points in the first quarter of the other night. Um, just crazy how he just went bonkers. I mean, he just Luka. He, that's what he is. Um, he didn't play the whole fourth quarter and had 56 fantasy points in the night. It's just he's expensive. I think I'd prefer Jokic. I think I'd prefer Giannis over Luka today. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I want to see the starting lineup. If Gafford moves into the starting lineup, I have interest in him. But I don't think I want to play a lot of Dallas. And I love attacking Washington. So if Gafford starts, I have interest in him. But outside of that, I don't necessarily have a ton of... I think this is going to be a massive blowout. I think Dallas is just going to absolutely crush Washington and run them out of the gym here. Um, one of my favorite bets today is Dallas minus 14 and a half. I think they cover this and they just smash Washington in this game. So... I think this is a spot if you're playing like the blowout angle, you could be underweight on Dallas, even in this phenomenal matchup. Um, but I do, like I said, I have interest in Gafford if he starts, because I think that if not this game very soon, he starts until Lively comes back. And I think that <laughs> first blood revenge here against his old team. Game of the night, Golden State at Utah. 243 and a half total. The Jazz a one-point favorite. Paul out. Santos questionable for Golden State. Otto Porter Jr. questionable for Utah. I'm calling this the game of the night because I think this game is just phenomenal. Um, for anybody wondering, yes, I did. Even though I was busy Saturday, I went back to Kaminga after he hooked us two times in a row at 18 and a half. I went back to Kaminga's points against Phoenix the other night. Had to had to go back to it. Um, still very much up on betting Kaminga lately. Um, he's just been phenomenal. Steph is phenomenal. I don't know if anyone, if you if you saw the shot against Phoenix, he just he's captain clutch, man. He's just so incredibly good. Um, I have interest here in the prop world on Kaminga. Um, Podsy's price is kind of out of it. Maybe Draymond at fifty nine hundred is where I would get some exposure to Golden State. Clay's kind of been down. I, I think Kaminga, Curry, like in the prop world, and then. Draymond's price is nice, and I don't even mind, you know, some podsy here. But we also should note that Gary Payton came back the other night and played 14 minutes. Um, they love him defensively, so when he's healthy, he's going to play minutes. But I, I think Kaminga is like still my main target here for Golden State. Yeah, for sure, Stevie. And I, I'm with you on Draymond. I, I like the price on Dre. I actually like the price on Thompson. Like, and I know he's been his production's been down, Stevie. But these are the times when I feel like I want to start taking some of those shots. I mean, he's down to 5,200 now. Like, I don't know if he's been that cheap all season. Like, this is, you know, a spot against Utah where perhaps the shooting could take off for one night only. Uh, I, I, I like that that price on him. So he's there. Uh, you know, Curry's production has been through the roof here recently. But I'm, I'm okay to not play Curry. Uh, I'm okay to not play Ponzi. Like you said, I think he's priced where he should be now. But Curry – Kamega uh, and Draymond are my three targets for sure. I think this is a, a strong like assist rebound spot for Draymond. His his assist rebound props like fourteen and a half. I think this is a strong rebound um, point, like rebound assist prop type of spot for him. Um, I could see Draymond having a good game in that aspect. So I, I could see targeting that here for Draymond. Uh, the Utah side of this game, I mean, what are we doing? Are, are we going to play Kessler 27 minutes or are we not? I mean, at 5K, if he plays 27 minutes, I like him a lot in this one. Um, Keontae George, they've been committed to getting him minutes here recently. Yeah. If they're going to keep doing that, like if Utah is finally just saying, hey, we're going to we're gonna play our young stud, um, I'm in. Chris Dunn, he's cheap. I don't mind maybe taking some shots on him. I like Keontae George a little bit more. Don't mind, like, marketing in this spot. I mean, I always like playing marketing. I always think that marketing's like, a guy that should be 9K every slate. Um, what are your thoughts here on Utah? Yeah, I'm okay on George. Um, 
I'm okay on Dunn. I'm okay on Kessler. Uh, I'm kind of out on Sexton now just because his minutes are just, man, weirdly odd. They're but playing Keontae. Yeah, but, but I'm with you on marketing. 8,400 in any good matchup he's in place, TV. So uh, I'm in. And I know my boy Yappy saying this is back to Golden State TV saying, uh, please don't make me play, play clay. His heart can't take it. But it's just a price play, man. He's too cheap. But uh, marketing the 8,400, Stevie. He's in play every day, like you said. All right, let's uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of oh, here. Yeah. We got nine games, fun slate, lot, lot of, lot of chit chatting over there. Thanks, YouTube. It's always fun when you guys are hanging out on YouTube. Again, hit subscribe, help us out. We do this show for free. All right, we got favorite play under five K to go seven X. Who do you got for us? Gonna stay at home today. Give me Trey Man at forty six hundred facing Indiana. Yeah, that's who I wrote down too. I have a ton of interest in Trey Man today. Um, love that call. I did write down a second name just in case. Um, I got Malik Beasley here at forty seven hundred. Yeah, Middleton out. That. Good competitive game. I mean, Doc seems to like Malik Beasley a lot, so I think he has some upside here with Doc at coach. Uh, over eight K to go under five X. Who is your favorite upside bust today? <laughs> upside expensive. Give me Dante Divincenzo at 8K against Houston. Oh, he's going right on the number. Um, listen, Divincenzo has been a prop machine uh, yeah. for us here recently. Yeah. <laughs> but I think at 8K, it's just really, really hard to get to him today. I'm with you on that one. Um, I'm going to go Maxi at 9,300. I know he's coming off a really good game, but that was Washington. He's been struggling without him beat on the floor. And I think that at 9,300, this is a spot I want to stay away from Maxi. So there we go. It's fine. Uh, favorite 6X play today. Who do you got? Give me RJ Barrett facing the San Antonio Spurs at 7K. Like talk, like attacking those Spurs. Don't hate that one. I'm going to go Kobe White. Shouldn't shock anybody. I like Kobe White a lot today. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got for us today? Uh Let's see how weird this is, too, because I'm always a little bit unsure, like the night before, when we've kind of got news, no news. <sighs> he might be popular. I'm not sure. Give me Vooch at 7,800 at center. Yeah, I don't think he'll be that popular. Um, my Let's Get Weird GPP play today is Keontae George. I think that the minutes are real. I think they want to get him run here down the stretch and kind of see what they have in him. So I like Keontae George quite a bit here at 4,200. Uh, let's go to the, the pick em or prop world here. What do you got for us that you like today? Okay, Steve, I'm going to go Derek Jones Jr. Four and a half rebounds facing Washington. I want less than that. I'm also going to go. Uh, we we get we're getting Trey Jones at four four rebounds facing Toronto. I want less than that as well. I love Trey Jones, but like rebounding isn't like his main forte. He's going to be assisting him doing some other things. So those are my two today. I like it. I am going to Kobe White over twenty three and a half points. Atlanta allows the third most points per game to opposing point guards. Kobe White's Usage has gone way up with Levine off the floor. He's been playing fantastic. This projects as one of the best pace-up spots for any team on this slate. Give me Kobe White over 23.5 points. Will, it's been fun. Always. It's always fun. Always fun. Um, always yeah. good to get back on track here. Yeezy says don't ignore Chris Dunn. If you like Chris Dunn, you can get his point prop at 6.5. I was just looking at it. Uh, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man. Well, yes, I do. Thank you guys for hanging out with this football season. NFL season is officially over. There is going to be some uh, spring football. The UFL, United Football League, Steve, will be around. I am going to try to watch some of them and just kind of see if the quality has gone up with the two leagues merging, which was the XFL, I think, in the AFL or something like that, USFL, whatever it was. But uh, – NASCAR's coming up. This is my yearly uh, encouragement for everyone that's listening. Look, folks, I don't do this because Steve's my friend. I don't do it because I work for the company. 
I do it because it's the truth. Best guy in the biz for NASCAR. You'll make all your money back. If, if Just get a weekly package, win all the money, and then get the yearly package. You might miss out on the discount, but that at least gives you an idea to see how much is worth it. I know how hard he's working because I'm getting off these podcasts and seeing him leave a pod, go to work, continue to grind. So this is my yearly annual marketing pitch from the morning grind, from myself. Get the RG, uh, get Stevie's NASCAR package. It's worth it every year. Well, I appreciate that, my friend. Um, excited for NASCAR. We started with a winner. I mean, we we got the win right off the bat last week at the Clash. Um, yep. So, you know, hopefully we can keep it rolling here. Got some Daytona 500 bets already posted in the betting page of the NASCAR premium package. So excited for that. And, dude, I just I did the just got done doing the schedule uh, today for Daytona 500 week. And uh, I'm just going to go out there and say that it's the busiest week of the year for me. <laughs> I mean, so um, take advantage of that. We got a, a lot of racing this week. We got duels on Thursday, trucks on Friday, Xfinity on Saturday, and the big race on Sunday with Daytona 500. So it should be a lot of fun. Appreciate everyone hanging out with us. And, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow talking hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.